What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jet Bros Podcast. Matt and I are back at it today. Uh, there's been a lot that's gone on since our previous podcast. Uh, so we're going to give you guys a quick rundown. Um, the Jets had cuts last week, and they cut some high draft picks from the previous regime. And uh, D. Milliner, Jason Morrow, Dexter McDougal, and Tommy Bohannon. So, uh, Matt, what do you think about these cuts? Do you think the Jets cut the leash on these guys too early, or do you think they didn't give them time to develop, or do you think they were just bust? Well, let's start with D. Milliner. I thought D. Milliner was a bust. He didn't really ever, maybe one or two games, he showed like what his potential could be, but... Realistically, he couldn't stay on the field. He seems like he was always injured. Last year, last season, he didn't even like play a snap. I don't think is that true. He didn't even play a snap, right? Uh, yeah, he was hurt the entire uh, yeah, season. Yeah, he got yeah, hurt in training did. camp. Yeah, and then I remember he got hurt at the Jets Broncos game two years ago in 2014. He just couldn't stay on the field, and then when he was on the field, he really did not play like a first round draft pick. So uh, yeah, he, had a, he had a rough rookie year. Yeah, sure. so I don't – he was definitely a bust. Uh, now, Jay Samaro. Now, I could understand why they cut him just for space because with this Jets team, we don't run formations with tight ends. So, like, yes, I think he could be a good tight end, but we need to focus on a tight end that's just strictly blocking – because yeah. of we don't really the only thing that we're going to be doing with a tight end is having him block and just get an extra guy in the line of scrimmage to protect the quarterback. Now, who else you say? Tommy uh Tommy Bohannon and Dexter McDougal. I was really surprised at Tommy Bohannon that he was going that he was caught. I thought that he was a really tough guy on our team and I can maybe, I guess, I could now kind of see why they cut him. Obviously, you needed to make space, and mm-hmm. we, I don't really see any uh, formations that we ran with a fullback last season. And well, I mean, they, they cut Bohannon because the guy behind him, Julian Hauscher, who's the Jet, who's going to be the Jets' fullback this year, um, Hauscher can play some special teams. So he's kind of got like two things he can do when Bohannon was only a fullback. Yeah, I see. But do, do you really ever see Jets run uh, formations with the fullback? Unless maybe they're on the goal line. I mean, yeah, goal line. I mean, really, they yeah. run it every, occasionally, but it's fullback's like the definitely fullback's just like the tight end for the Jets. Just like a fullback's just like the tight end for the Jets. They like don't really run formations that involve them. Yeah, I mean, and it's and it's all about the scheme, too. Guys like Jason Morrow and D. Milliner, they weren't picked by Mike McKagan and his crew. They were picked by uh, John Edzik. So, I mean, Jason Morrow, he's out there to catch passes. And like you said earlier, we are not really a pass-catching tight end. How are you going to say it? Like, our tight ends are out there to block. Kellen Davis and, well, we now have Brandon Bostick at tight end. So, those guys are just going to be out there to block, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, they want to space it out. They want to space it out for the young receivers that we got. Yeah, and what was that last person that you said bef- after? Oh, Dexter McDougal. 
Um, but he did get converted to the Jets practice squad. He got cut and then put on practice squad. But Dexter's also another guy that couldn't stay in the field. Yeah, I never really ever saw him play. So I can't even make a judgment because I remember when he was drafted in the third round, he immediately got was, was out for the season with an injury. So I can't really make a judgment statement on him just because mm-hmm. he never played. Yeah. So, not, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. So now with these uh, cuts that the Jets made, the Jets did decide to keep six receivers. Uh, the receivers are Brandon Marshall, Eric Decker, Quincy Anunwa. Those would be the main guys in the field. And then right now in the depth chart, the fourth receiver is Jalen Marshall, followed by Robbie Anderson and uh, Sharon Peak. Yeah, Robbie Anderson deserved to stay on the team. You For look sure. at how he did in the preseason, and that's preseason is where guys like him, guys that aren't known in the NFL, that are fighting for a spot on the roster, yeah. that's when they play. And he showed up at the right time, was one of the bet. Didn't he actually win, like, most receiving yards? Yeah, he, he led... Like he led the NFL in receiving yards in the preseason, which is a huge thing. At least, uh, yeah, for him, like that, he definitely deserved it. And the guy worked his tail off. He did, and uh, peak. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was actually going to stay. I didn't think he because he did only do like one thing I saw in the preseason, and that was that catch against the Jaguars from Geno. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also, he probably looked really good in training camp, and he was also a rookie. So yeah, I, I see some potential in him. I I liked how the Jets kept the young receivers, and Jalen Marshall. He beat out Jeremy Ross for kick return, so that's why he made the team. A lot of the a lot of the um, vets always brag about how Jalen Marshall is like a sponge. He just wants to learn the game. He's always behind Eric and Brandon and he just wants to be out there. So I love how uh, he developed during training camp and mini camp and all that. Um, also the Jets did cut a couple more vets. They cut Ken Burrell Tompkins, who was a wide receiver from last year. Uh, he came on early on in the year around like week four or five, I believe. And he made some contributions as the year went on. Um, yeah, he had that big, big catch against Dallas. Yes. Yes. That was the game sealer right there. Help us put us in field goal position. Um, and the Jets caught running back Kyrie Robinson, who they acquired in the offseason. Um, Robinson was a tough kid, but the reason why he was cut was because he um, broke his leg in the season or in the preseason finale against the Eagles. So uh, tough break for him. I was excited to see him play. So Jets Bengals tomorrow, first week of the NFL, first NFL Sunday of the season. Games at 1 o'clock at MetLife. Uh, what, do you, what are your predictions for tomorrow's game? Um, I think it's going to be a tough battle to the end. I see the Jets winning 27-21 to 21 over the Bengals. Um, the Bengals have some key injuries, or actually, yeah, I guess you could say key injuries. They have... Tyler Eifert, who was their star tight end last year, um, he's going to be out. They lost their nickel cornerback, Darquise Denard, who was supposed to be a pretty big te- uh, player for their team. And also outside linebacker, Vontez Perfect, 
will not be playing in this game because he's serving a three-game suspension. So you got three pretty big pieces right there that are out for them. And I just see us getting the W because we're at home in front of our fans. It's going to be a very emotional game being 9-11. And I just I see the Jets taking the win in this one. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think the Jets are going to win tomorrow just because of their history so far of winning uh, on their first game at home. I'm pretty sure like the past four years they've won it. And they have the Bengals do have key injuries, key guy on defense, Vontez Perfect, and a big pass catcher for besides AJ Green for Andy Dalton, Tyler Eifert. Um, tomorrow I think it's gonna be more of a less scoring game. Cause I feel like the Jets' offense is gonna come out slow. I don't think they're gonna be fast. I think the defense is gonna come out fast. And they're going to make a lot of stops on the Bengals. And I feel like our offense, what's going to end up happening is in the first quarter. And the first half, I should say. I don't think they're going to take like advantage of opportunities that the defense is going to give them. I think at the end of the half, it's going to be 7 nothing Jets. And after halftime, second half, I think the Bengals are going to come out strong get a touchdown, tie the game up. And then I think the Jets are offense is actually going to like be like what they should be and step up and go up 14-7. I think they're going to get a touchdown late third quarter and I think they're going to get a field goal on top of that and I think that's going to be the game. I think uh Jets are going to win 17-7 mm-hmm. and the uh, defense is going to play great. And Leonard Williams is going to have uh, two sacks. Bold prediction, two sacks for Leonard Williams. Love to see Leonard get two sacks. Um, I'm excited to see Matt Forte take his first season action out there for the Jets. He played in preseason a little bit, but really this is when it counts. So I'm excited to see him you know, catch some balls out of the backfield, run through the middle of that line. Um, it's going to be a fun day. I just hope the Jets can take the win. Yeah. Because we got a short week right after Sunday. Yeah, that we, is true. We have to go Buffalo. to Buffalo. No matter how bad the Bills are, we're, we could end up losing or we could end up playing our tail off and, and only the, win by three. Like, yeah, these, these next two games are going to be really challenging. We've, In my opinion, we've got to come out 2-0. and 1-1 yeah. is fine, but if we come out 0-2, this season could be... And for a big wreck. Bold prediction, another bold prediction. And I say it a lot. If the Jets, their first six games could be three and three, they will, I think, make the playoffs. If they go four and two, their first six games, they're definitely going to make the playoffs. That's what I'm thinking, too. Exactly what I'm thinking. Um, You want to go into a little bit of the matchups for the game? Yeah, going to some matchups. So, let's start off with a main matchup: AJ Green versus Darrell Rivas. That'll um, be exciting. I think Rivas could win the battle if we play a lot of press coverage, because that's yeah. mainly what it is. We didn't play a lot of press coverage against DeAndre Hopkins last year, and that's why DeAndre Hopkins was able to really smoke on Rivas, but. 
Revis is mainly a press coverage guy, and Todd Bowles has to know and run a lot of plays on defense that involve press coverage with Revis. Yeah, and part of the, and part of that uh, why Revis is getting burnt last year by Hopkins was because of the wrist. Um, he got surgery over the summer, so hopefully, well, I mean, we know he's full fully recovered, so hopefully he's back in his old days, pressing up and locking down the number ones. Yeah. Um, so that'll be a big matchup. Another huge key matchup, I think, is going to be Jets O line versus Bengals D line. Just about to mention that one. That'll be a huge. Yeah, if Jets O-line could win that battle, I think we're definitely gonna get a win. But if we're gonna have to if we're gonna pressure uh Fitz every single down and he's gonna have to make like a lot of good good plays and we can't make like if our O line doesn't make it easy for Fitz to be able to stand in the pocket, scan, look at the whole field, it's gonna be a long day for the offense. And we have a lot of uncertainties at right tackle right now. Right now, the guys that are <clears throat> going to be going for it is Ben Ajalana and Brent Quale. Um, Breno Giacomimi is on the pup list, so he'll be out for the first six games. So as long as the right side of that line can hold up, I see the Jets winning that matchup against the Bengals' defensive line. Um, Todd Bowles said earlier on in training camp that he thinks that Brian Winters is like one of the most improved players on this Jets roster. So I, I do see a breakout year for Brian Winters at right guard. Uh, one more one more matchup that I'd like to bring up is the Jets' defensive line against the Bengals' offensive line. The Bengals' O-line is known as a pretty stout group, but they do, I think it's their, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive it's their right tackle. They have a new right tackle who was a first-round pick last year who has never started in an NFL game, and I'm pr- almost positive that the guy that's going against him is Muhammad Wilkerson. So if Muhammad can feast on that matchup and get a sack or two. Long day for Dalton. Yep, very long day. Because Dalton's not, ain't no scrambler. He, He'll be in for a matchup. Jets won't have Sheldon Richardson, but when you got guys like Leonard Williams off of his second year, um, Steve McClendon in the middle, the guy's a monster. And uh, Muhammad Wilkerson on that left side. These, this defensive line is looking tremendous. Yep. So, just hope for the best. Hopefully, Jets could start off one and zero, and have some momentum for short rest to go into Buffalo. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, we're looking forward to a very exciting week against the Bengals. Let's hope, let's hope we can come out with the W.